over the wand, a puff of smoke, and the magic man pulls one out of the hat. I still, still can't believe it happened. Welcome to the Marrera's Magic Podcast, where the magic happens. No. <laughs> <laughs> Go on with it again. You got I stuck in with me last, last time for saying it. I'm Selby see your host. With me, Xavier Ellis. Mate, great to be here. We're uh, sitting outside on a 35-degree day or whatever it is. The cricket's been on, a couple of cold beers, and uh, by the pool, it's fantastic. Yeah, if only it was my house with yeah. the pool, but like, we're oh, dog no, sitting at the no. minute. So if you do hear any dogs uh, barking or carrying on, uh, apologise for that. Let nature be. So I do feel bad because one of the dogs' names is Ted, Yeah, and my oldest son's name's Ted, and I'm like, oh, shit. You, you left the house. My kid's you. a dog. <laughs> anyway, we're um, this is a bonus podcast. One dedicated to AFLW fans. He yep. obviously was launched earlier in the week and kicks off on Friday. So people have been chatting, saying we need to, uh, how can we find intel? We're really keen to get involved in this game. We want to get $5,000. Yeah, so five grand's up for grabs. And we're currently sitting, as per at the moment, it's Wednesday afternoon here in Perth, we're sitting just over 500 uh, applicants. Yeah. Heading towards 600. So you're basically a one in 500 chance of winning five grand, which. That compared to one in three hundred and thirty thousand chance of winning a car, it sounds pretty good to me. Yeah. So if you haven't already registered, jump on. Takes a second, ten seconds to register a site. If you don't know a site, you always click autofill and and hope to land on one of our. And I always, ones. I'm always suspicious when people do stuff like this too. But you, you, there's no kickback or love or joy. You're just putting up. Five grand prize money to AFLW because there's no AFLW con- competition. Yeah. Well, there's it's, joy. We, we're getting and the Wongs who's also been no sorry, but this. in terms of like it's not one of yeah, those un- not, undercut things uh, where you comp, yeah, no yeah. sponsors unless someone listening to this wants to jump on board as a major sponsor. We might have yeah. been able to boost that prize money, but essentially I've mentioned this before. We set up Mirrors Magic to provide joy through fancy sports yeah. because sometimes fancy sports gets a bit of a bad rap around those non-fancy. Oh, I bloody sort of, love it. America, so we're trying to yeah. do some good with whether that's providing great content and good advice for people who play fancy, what association with Starlight, and then this is a good way to do it because I think the way where AFLW is at, it's not quite commercially sustainable no. to run a fancy competition for the AFL. Obviously not, because otherwise I'd run it. I'm just yeah, but the whole competition's not really. They're not making money on it. Yeah. So why wouldn't they do a fantasy? They're not making money on any of it. So yeah. why wouldn't they do the I fantasy they, side people, of things? People under appreciate the power of fantasy sports. I no, put I out agree. a few stats during the week about how people who play fantasy consume over 40% more content How many fantasy apps would you have on your phone? Oh, and how many articles yeah. you're reading, you know the rookies. So 64% of fantasy coaches say they only watch fan, um, a game of sport because of their fantasy team. I reckon those other 40% are lying. Or they're punting. Or they're punting <laughs> if they're not for their fantasy. So I think it only means good. Obviously, I'm a bit biased because I, I love fantasy. So... It's in a way, one, we're helping people who love fancy another game to play in the summer, yep. especially with all the stuff going on with the Big Bash and what's going on there. So we can ignore that and, and give you something to do to play, but also help get more eyeballs on the women's game because more eyeballs will mean more sponsorship. They start getting paid a bit more and then hope to become full-time athletes, improve the product mm. and become a better spectacle and the cycle continues. Well, there's absolutely no denying the product's improving year on year on year. Yeah, and only continue to do, and hopefully this can be a very small part of, part of that. So, obviously, thanks for those who already supported and, and jumped on and registered. Again, as you said, there's no catch mm. there. I'd love everyone to, who's listening to this to jump on, but as you know, we, we've been keen on this AFLW fancy yeah. 
for a while and it had people, a lot of the community been asking for it and, and keen for it to get off the ground. And you'd think that maybe the AFL might have slipped on in, but uh, Mirror's Magic came to the party, which is great. And one of those people who were keen for it off the ground is our, our friend uh, R. Bain on in, in Twitter. Oh, okay. You, you would have heard it through a bit because he, he, I think he finished top 30 or 33rd yeah. maybe in the end, got himself a cap and... Gave a bit of intel for us because he goes to all the games and watches the sport. And gave it's as it's well, not the so. one with the Brad Crouch theory, is it? Yeah, he's the one that's who sat there yeah, and I noticed that Crouch, he I was happy sitting this. on the bench, didn't want to get on the ground. Yeah. And he that's why he wanted to trade him out of his side. And he yeah. read the book well because nah. Crouchy had a, had a bad finish. I the love year. that theory. Anyway, he said, mate, I've got a few of us really keen to get this AFLW fancy off the ground. I'd love you to... See what you could do. Anyway, we've gone ahead and done it. So mm-hmm. can, we, if it doesn't work and it fails, we can all blame old R. Baney. <laughs> but it's since then, the, so part of the beauty of it, obviously we've got people there said, I'm so glad it's finally here. I can, we've been waiting for an AFLW fantasy for years. But it's more the group who I put myself in this bucket. And you've got a bit more experience in AFLW than me who want to be involved, love their fancy, but don't know a heap about AFLW as a product. And it's almost like your first year of doing uh, NFL fantasy or something. Where you're you, going you, know the, you know the top couple, but then the depth of it you probably don't know. But so then they're going online, or who breakout candidates, who should I pick for this? There's nothing on... Yeah. Which I find exciting, because like 10 years ago, AFL fantasy for the men's, it was a bit like that, where if you, whoever did the most research and do your own stuff, you could get mm. an edge. Whereas now there's so much content these days that quite often you start the season, all the teams looking pretty similar. We kind of know the formula. Whereas now it's gone back to the roots for this AFLW. Yeah. Who knows what the right strategy is going to be? It's all unknown. But while we're speaking of Arbane, so he is one. He goes to all the games, knows that he's – I call him the uh, AFLW guru. The guru. He's going to jump on now to have a bit of a chat about – some players, some key breakout players, and some people who you should be yeah, considering like in your team. So, uh, get a Bainey to the to the pod. Hey everyone, um, yeah, thanks for having me on, Selby, uh, Xavier. Excited to be here. And now, Richard, a question. Now, <laughs> as Selby just mentioned, that uh, we we watch it occasionally, the AFLW occasionally when we can. Obviously, it collides with kids and all that sort of stuff at the moment. Straight off the bat, straight off the bat, when you're picking your teammate, and I think it's going to be, it's going to, it has to be Turbo, but who is your number one, number one player? Who's going to be drafted number one for you? Who's the number one prospect in AFLW fantasy this year? Yeah, it, it has to be Kiara Bowers from Fremantle. She is a gun. So yeah. she's averaged well above 100 last year, five tons to start 2021. She plays the Eagles round one, and she Ooh. averaged 113 against the Eagles. Yeah. Uh, it, for her career, she she's got a one thirty two against the Eagles in round two last year. She's your walk up captain. I think I think Kiara Bowers. I could be wrong. Has won the medal three years in a row, like the the Derby, the, the, show, the, Derby the showdown one. medal. The I old Ross Well, she won the Brownlow equivalent last year. Um, but yeah, no, she's an absolute megastar. Now, one that uh, I'm sure that you've got your your head around a little bit more than us, uh, Richard is. It's a funny time for the AFLW because you've got some experienced players that uh, joined the league when the depth of talent probably wasn't there. And now you've got the younger the younger women coming through who have been playing yep. AFL for a long period of time. And I reckon the, the ships are going to sort of cross in the night a little bit where these younger, younger girls are just going to fly past. What are the couple of really young, talented girls that we should be keeping our eyes on? Yeah, so I'm a big fan of Rick Benucci, Benucci of uh, Collingwood. Yep. Uh, Benucci, actually. She, she's terrific. She's really cool. She's dating Scott Pendlebury's brother. Uh, she, uh, she wears a number eight, so BB8 or, or Bianichi, that's yeah. her nickname. Okay. Uh, Brianna Davies is probably the smarter pick. 
yeah. uh, for Collingwood. But yeah, she's 24, turning 25. Uh, Britt Davy will get lots of attention being the sort of Brownlow equivalent winner. So I'm hoping Britt uh, racks up. Uh, and if you look at the fixtures, there's only 10 rounds in the season. So not all teams play each other. So Collingwood don't play the Demons, who are favourites to win the flag. Yeah. But they play the Suns and the Cats um, during the season. So, and just an FYI, the Suns and Cats were the two weakest teams last year. Yeah, Cats were hopeless. And I think, yeah, and I think that the Suns went winless as well. Okay. And the, the Cats beat the Suns in the last round of the season. Oh, geez. Something like that. So, there you go. Yeah. So, yeah, Bonichi uh, uh, from Collingwood. Now, well, I, my, yeah. your, your, your little rising star... Over yeah. here, uh, Salvio, I've got a mate or two mates, a few mates that coach at West Coast who do the AFLW as well as cross over to the AFL Waffle or the AFL Seniors. And they swear by the internationals. They swear by the Irish. The girls. Irish. They love the Irish. You're don't talking Ellies. Yeah, they love the Irish. Uh, how, do you, how do you go as an AFLW supporter keeping your eyes over the, like the international girls that come in? Yeah, it's, it, it's tough. There, yeah. there's, there, there's so many. Um, good players that come through are uh, Rachel Kearns. Yeah. She's listed as a defender. She's an Irish woman. She, um, but she plays out forward. So she's a, a, a Galway star going to debut this year. She can play soccer. She can box. <laughs> um, yeah. Someone I think most the Irish can. Yeah. That, <laughs> <laughs> so that's with There might be a few little arbitrage in this. Uh, in terms of getting the position eligibility, the AFL fans, they, just run it off the champion data's data, and there's yeah. so much data about who plays where, heat maps, whatnot. A lot of these ones we've kind of, me and the Wogs have looked at each other and said, oh, gee, this one. Yeah, yeah utility. Last just year. put where the utility in. So there might be a few little where they might be registered as a defender, but you think they might play mid, and you, you can find yourself yeah. a, a nice bargain there. So I'm just reading the West Australian now. Just, they've did a bit of a poll with the captains, and the question is who's going to win the rising star? And 10 of the four, 14 have said our friend Georgie Priscassus. Yeah, so let's run through the rookies. So pick one was Charlie Rowbottom and pick two was Georgie Prasparkis. And both of them are around the 20,000 mark. So they're, they're not rock bottom uh, price, just slightly above that. Uh, the big question is whether they'll get uh, games early on and whether they can get possessions because the Cats and the Suns are such... Um, developing sides so that's a question mm. mark there some names is megan keely from richmond she's terrific she's the north melbourne aflw captain she had i think five times in a row to finish the bflw season including a 133 144 Jeez. uh and yeah eliza west from the demons uh as well the demons are going to be a good side this year so yeah if she can is daisy she, pierce she, still playing at the demons Yes, she is. Yes, first year back from twins. No, no, back last year. Oh, back last yeah. year. So on that, so that's we. If you don't know much about AFLW fantasy, but you want to get involved, there's the autofill uh, feature, yeah, and it gives you a random side out of. Oh, there's a couple of maybe close to twenty different teams in there. Can you autofill and then sub a couple in, sub a couple yeah, out? Yes, so you autofill yeah. to leave a base, and then you sub a few out, sub yeah. a few in. Old Bainey went there and looked at it and goes, "Oh, look." Autofill, there's some decent sides in there, but I reckon we could get a few better ones. Well, mate, do you want to go and, and see Punch what you can do? Out, so he's yeah. crafted three teams. So you're, you're three in probably 20 chance of landing on one of his teams he's built. And ah. One of them is the All-Australian equivalent where he's got all 16 players on the field who have been All-Australian in the last couple of years. Yeah, right. He's got a marquee list, which includes your Daisy Pierces and your Tyler Harrises and your... Jeez. The big names. So do you just want to talk through those two teams potentially and even the third one you've thrown in? Yes, yes. So 
uh, not fantasy relevant, perhaps those two, but it's just about learning the women's game. Yeah, of course. So um, the All-Australian team, there's no rookies on ground. They're all All-Australian players and they represent all years of All-Australian from 2017 to 2021. Yeah, and that's pretty cool. And I'm putting some fillers there as well on rookies that will play and sort of will get you some cash generation. Uh, and then the marquee, the marquee team is probably my most favorite team because there's father daughters in there. There's, uh, you know, uh, Chelsea and MJ who've been on the Amazing Race Australia. Uh, Taylor Harris, who's an um, icon. So yeah, it's 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 pretty cool. And if you want to learn the women's game, mm-hmm. perhaps those two teams are, are the way to go. Yes, yeah, so you, you pick that team, and you quite often you might see that face on the in the paper or the in the record before, and you you kind of identify with them because that's what a lot of it is about. I play NBA yeah. fantasy. Six years ago, I wouldn't have been able to tell you who anyone outside an all-star right, was. Yeah. Now I could tell you the 16th player on the roster, the depth charts yeah, of, of who's player point guard, where you just you learn every single player. And then you swoop when you sense a bit of COVID going through those sides and you yeah. realise your boy's going to go up the, up the chain. Ah, good. So on that, so we're, we're trying to work around the clock to try to get a few different features on this thing. Obviously, it's coincided with the holiday period and noting the developer and Wongster have got their Christmas and New Year's and stuff where we're trying to work through. But we're hoping to get... A feature which will show green light or amber light, red light once the teams come out. So when you do pick your side and whether someone's out for COVID or whatnot, hopefully it'll be easier to pick your side full of everyone who's going to be playing. We've got a backup so there's an emergency. The person in the bench is going to be a default emergency if a player were to miss. And then if they, if your emergency or your bench player is to miss, we're trying to get it that your utility score will then count. Pop so you've in. almost got a double backup. Yep. In the back, say nice. that something does go through and five laid out, so you've got yourself almost a double chance. And that utility player can fill in for any of those positions should your bench player in that position not play. And obviously there's a bit of a, lo- a loophole there where, say, you, you want to play an extra midfielder. You could, in your forward line, you could pick someone who's not playing and then on their bench pick a forward line who's not playing, so then you get the utility mid-score in the forward line. But if you're going to go in there running with two donuts intentionally, I think it's going to come back to bite you come round six or seven when the, the cash generation comes. Few more things about the rules. So price movements will move from game one, bit like the men's comp AFL fancy. But in terms of this magic number and the way it's going to work, because it's a shorter season, the, the price movements are going to be a lot more enhanced. So there's going to be some big swings early because you want your cash cows to be able to build up enough to be able to cash them out like you can. And in a ten round season, you might not have that time. So yeah, there'll be quick price movements, and obviously the rules are always subject to change. If if we do get thrown something, we're always going to try to be. Adapted. I'm watching the Big Bash uh, Super Coach, which Jeez. I started with a bit. Of the way the rules work there, if a player doesn't play, you get a zero, which no one wants that. So, we're well, gonna, so we're someone had four stars in there. So they put it on the TV the other day because yeah. the stars had two games that week. Loaded so full of stars. <laughs> There's four donuts in there. Well, maybe five now they've got on Maxi. Maxi's gone as well, yeah. So we're trying our best. We're, hopefully this uh, before the even you listen to this pod or before the season starts, ideally, of it needs to be there'll be the player uh, summary sheet once you press save you'll be able to see it on the field view where you can select your captain vice captain switch between the two a few more features rolling out in terms of live scores during the weekend we won't get that up by this weekend hopefully you'll get the scores at the end of the game worst case end of the weekend but we're still working through this and hopefully you'll, you understand that we're still um, doing our best to get this thing off the ground but I'm really happy with the take up so far and the way that People have really embraced it. Yeah, Richard, last one from me. Sorry, mate, really quickly. Who wins the AFLW Premiership? If you had to pick a team looking at it, obviously Melbourne, Adelaide and Brisbane are probably the cream and you can probably put a line through Richmond, St Kilda, West Coast, Geelong and the Gold Coast. But uh, who in your eyes is, is, is the hot the hot team this year? 
the demons in Collingwood. So lots of hype around the demons following the men's premiership. Yeah, they've got Harris on board. They've they've got the rising star in their squad. Um, yeah, they're looking good. And Collingwood, okay. Frederick's in there. You've got Davy, who is the best in Ferris, uh, co-champion. Um, Bonici, as I mentioned, so the demons and, and the pies. Okay, beautiful. Don't mind it. All right, Bainey, really appreciate your help and support getting this thing off the ground. And by the sounds of things, because that, that's the other thing too, in terms of the the fantasy, the, those who do can really showcase their knowledge. And I'm hoping you'll be able to find an edge. And who knows, you might be able to take out the inaugural AFLW fantasy champion. It's it's all about growth at this stage. The more people we have playing, the better. It's good for the women's game and it's good for sports overall. So yeah, absolutely. Well done, Selby. Thanks, Xavier. Appreciate the opportunity. Yeah. Thanks for tuning good in, on you, mate. Thank you. No worries. No worries. Take care. Gee, he's good. Old, old uh, he's been a savior. So as yeah. I said, he he come through. I wish he told me that person who's listed as a defender is actually a forward. I wish he told me that before we went live. We could have changed a few of the positions <laughs> up. But part of that, I'll quite like the fact there's a few. No, nah, a few. In there absolutely, and, and I agree find, with that. Find your market. So I, I, I was just thinking then during the chat. Did you see Haley Miller, uh, the Fremantle captain last night when she had to, one of the kids interviewed her and asked what team do you support or something? It was Fremantle or West Coast. Yeah. And she said West Coast. Oh, she plays <laughs> slip, free, slip, eh? slip of the tongue. <laughs> she, she's a fantastic um, lady for the game. Anyway, one day I just was thinking about it when we were chatting. Then was I was working for Seven and I had to do a AFLW final the year that they were undefeated. We're going to win the flag and then the season got stopped when COVID kicked in. Uh, so it was that hot on the bench. It would have been 33 degrees, Selvin. How do I go in 33-degree weather? Oh, not, not good at the 24 degrees at the best of times. <clears throat> no so good. Say. So the AFLW, obviously a little bit under-resourced, uh, not a whole lot of resources, no sunscreen. I had a cap in my car. So I've got a suit on, which I took the jacket off. It was so hot, and a cap. Now the sun was blazing. It was absolutely blazing my neck. So on the on the boundary line, I just turned the hat back to front to protect myself. Anyway, the siren went and I jogged out and did the interview. Hat backwards. <laughs> I had the cap back to front still. <laughs> yeah, all the way through the interview. Looked like an absolute dick. Uh, good stuff. All right, well, as you said, if you haven't jumped on already, please do. And those who have, thanks a lot and, and be patient with it. Hopefully it all, all plays to fruition and works a treat and hopefully um, the best team wins and we're going to yeah. do our best behind the scenes to make this the best product it can be and hopefully grow from here to be become a, a really part of your uh, your summer routine, put in your AFLW fancy team. Love it. No, well done, mate. Uh, I wouldn't have been able to set it up. The AFL hasn't set it up, but uh, you've had to throw up the stump, so well done. Good on you. Cheers, guys. <laughs> Bye.